Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Alan Welchel, and I just want to welcome you to the Wrestling with God podcast. I uh, really looking forward to this episode, and I've timed it uh, this way and talking about this content here for a, a deeply personal reason. And I'll get more uh, into that here in just a moment, but just wanted to say, uh, going through the course of re- making this podcast and recording this content, uh, had to kind of time it in a certain way where, uh, you know, been basically doing this over the summer and uh, hoping as time goes on, I'll be able to record more uh, closer to the current release uh, than I than I have been. Uh, just trying to you know make it easier for uh, you know first time podcaster like myself to not be so pressured to have uh, have content uh, ready to release from week to week uh, by recording it right before I release it. So uh, you know just still learning the ropes on all this and. Uh, Definitely enjoy doing it. Definitely enjoy the process, the creative process, the technical process. Uh, it's, it's been a challenge, but it's been fun. So um, what I wanted to mention, uh, just real brief, uh, just last night I uh, got to take my kids over to a local wrestling show, independent wrestling show uh, by the name of Classic Pro Wrestling, and it was their first ever event. And it was held over at the UNA Fire Department. UNA, maybe. That's how you say that. UNA Fire Department. UNA Fire Department, we'll say. Over at uh, Spartanburg, South Carolina. And got to see several of the great uh, in- pro wrestlers on the independent scene that we, my kids and my wife and myself have been able to see on some other shows uh, such as uh, Three Count Pro Wrestling and Battle Zone Wrestling. Uh, some of the other locals, local companies here in the upstate of South Carolina, and just wanted to tell you what, just what a, just what fun we've been able to have at some of those shows over the last uh, going on a couple of years now, and. You know, just want to encourage you to look into those companies around you. If you're not already in involved or, uh, you know, know much about just some of the local wrestling companies around you, the independent wrestling scene. And, you know, we're, we're going to talk a lot about the famous uh, wrestlers and the, the big companies such as WWE and uh might spend some time on New Japan. I already got something in mind to talk about uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and you never know. We might get into some other other uh, companies that are are in you know in uh, in business these days. But definitely spending some time on the past, of course. Uh, if you listen to any of my past episodes, I've been talking about WCW and uh, WWF, uh, going by that name in the past. Now WWE, of course. So. Uh, Anyways, I just wanted to mention that. Uh, take some time to look into your local pro wrestling scene. Uh, there's a hashtag on social media, support indie wrestling. And I definitely want to do that. I definitely enjoy it. You know, I get to take my kids in there for a very affordable price, no matter which company it is. It's a whole lot more affordable than it is going to see the 
the traveling WWE show, and those you know are fun to go to as well. Uh, certainly not knocking that, uh, but you know it's so fun just to be able to walk up, talk to these uh, wrestlers at their tables, and just shake their hand, thank them for you know putting on such a great show, and um, taking a picture with the kids, and you know just being able to be a part of. Uh, a night like last night at Classic Pro Wrestling. Uh, it's just so fun. And and I, it takes me back to just the reason why I got into it in the first place. I mean, these larger-than-life uh, characters, wrestlers, watching them in, in the ring, just doing their thing. And, you know, it's obvious that they enjoy it. And some of them are chasing the dream. Some of them are living the dream. And... You know, each one of them is putting on a great show for the fans. And just wanted to throw that out there. So, by the time that this recording is released, I'm timing it pretty uh, specific. But I'm obviously recording it ahead of time before the release. And uh, basically, I'm piggybacking this episode uh, behind the larger story content that I recorded about the NWO and and Sting, Um, because I feel like I relate to Sting in a lot of ways. After um, some things happened in my, you know, my growing up years, uh, just like some things that may have happened in your growing up years, I I felt myself going and, uh, and saw myself and directed myself. You know, I take responsibility for my actions and what I did and didn't do, and uh, as time goes on, I may share more detailed stories and things, but um, I think you'll be able to get something out of what I'm about to read here. Um, but I ended up being uh, being in a place that I needed rescued from. And obviously it took Jesus, it took God, um, and, you know, the the grand uh, just sacrifice that God gave for us in sacrificing His only Son, uh, so that we could have salvation. And you know the the other side of it is it took me to realize I needed the sa- the saving, I needed the salvation, I needed to be rescued, and. Um, you know that's been it's been an ongoing thing for certain parts of my life. It's you know the the it started with the eternal salvation, asking Jesus into my heart, to, asking Him to be my Lord and Savior, to forgive me for my sins, asking Him to be uh, my King. You know the King of Kings. It's uh, it's not original with Triple H. If uh, if you know about him calling himself the King of Kings, and uh, uh, you know it's the Lord Jesus. So uh, I'm about to read something I actually wrote a year ago, and it was a pivotal moment in my life, and and I'll I'll mention why in this this reading that I have. But I'm going to preface this. It's almost like a blog post, but at the time I didn't have a blog, I didn't have a podcast, and it'll make more sense why I'm uh, calling it one. Maybe once you hear it. So, but before I read that, I want to read three verses 
actually four, uh, out of the book of Isaiah, Isaiah 61.1. And it's uh, one that the book Wild at Heart by John Eldridge introduced to me, uh, this passage of Scripture, and just the... uh, the impact that this, these words can have. Uh, never, you know, heard, never heard a message on it before, or never read a book about it, uh, or referring to it before I, I read Wild at Heart. So Isaiah 61, verse 1, says this, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the year acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn. And obviously this is a prophecy about Jesus. So go on to verse 3, to give them beauty for ashes. To, oh, I'm sorry, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. And they shall rebuild the old ruins They shall raise up the former desolations, and they shall repair the ruined cities, the desolations of many generations. And the prophecy goes on, you know, a lot more, uh, you know, just direct things uh, that 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 chapter has in it. But I'll stop right there at verse 4, and I'll move over to this, uh, this blog this uh, essay, if you want to call it, that I wrote a year ago because October 13th is my birthday. And it's actually a birthday that I share with my uh, third child, my daughter, Elena. Uh, if I haven't said it before, I've got, um, and I know I have it, um, I've got five kids. Me and uh, my beautiful wife, Angie, we were blessed uh, to have uh, three beautiful girls and two just awesome sons. Uh, Abby, the oldest, Anna, the second, uh, Elena, the third, the one on, born on my birthday, my 30th birthday. I always say that uh, she took my birthday when I was 30, when I turned 30, and now I'll just stay 30 the rest of my life. <laughs> she can have it. So, well, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Um, Alan, Andrew, my Fourth child, uh, he's our first son. We call him Al, or uh, as he likes to go by when we're wrestling, A.L. Styles. And our uh, fifth child, Augustus. And uh, sometimes we call him Gus K. Nakamura. So um, we've definitely been blessed. But anyways, uh, I wrote this a year ago, and I titled it, What Got Me Here? So here we go. What got me here? Tonight's a bittersweet night for me. It's Thursday, October 12th, 2017, and I'm turning 37 years old tomorrow. 
So, of course, tonight's my last night being 36, which is significant to me for one reason. My dad died when he was 36. He didn't make it to see 37. And if he would have, maybe I'd have a memory of him. Getting to 36 has always seemed like a milestone for me, and here it is almost gone. I felt God lead me to write this, not out of pain or sadness, but out of hope and gratitude. I had to start with the sad part so I could share the hope that's in me now. I was only two when my dad passed, and for a long time my life was a sad tale because of that fact. I had a great family around me growing up, but my identity was tied to what happened and who I didn't have. Daddy dying set the tone for my young life. It set a narrative along the lines of, life's a tragedy, and let's all get to heaven so we can get out of here. I'm not saying I was taught that notion, but I sure caught it somehow. I grew up believing that my life was a story of pain and loss, but my father, God, has redeemed a lot of that vision. Little by little, my mind has been renewed, and the abundant life in John 10.10 is slowly becoming my vision. Life's not perfect, but hope is replacing sadness. Excitement is replacing anxiety. Courage is replacing fear. Love is replacing pain. God has healed me in so many ways, but he's not finished. God will only go as far as I'll let him. A few weeks ago, my pastor was preaching about the Israelites wandering in the wilderness trying to find the promised land. During their journey, God provided the manna until they reached the promised land. Then the manna ceased. My pastor said, what got you here?" will not take you there. Tomorrow's miracles won't look like yesterday's. An old season must pass because a new season is beginning. The timing of this writing in my life is not lost on me. I think about my dad often, wondering what life would be like if he hadn't died when he did. What kind of man would I be if I did have more time with him? I know I'll meet with him again one day, but in the meantime, I've got work to do here. God has given my wife and I a dream for our family that we've been chasing for a long time. Parts of our dream have been realized and parts of it are still out there. Some recent events have helped us get a picture of what a part of our dream may end up being. It won't be easy to obtain but now we have an idea of what we're supposed to do. Personally, I feel Jesus calling me to come out of hiding, out of holding back, to let go of the control I've tried so hard to keep. This isn't the first time he's called me to do this, but if we're going to get there, I can't hold back anymore. I'm going to have to trust his call not the painful memories with my future. I'm ready for more. I hope you are too. I 
couldn't help as I was recording some of those content, uh, some of those past episodes about Sting, about uh, more or less the the story about his character that was told through all that um, year and a half time period of the NWO uh, versus WCW. Of the connection that I never realized was there between my story and his. You know, pain happens to all of us, and we all take it a different direction. And like Sting, I took it in a darker direction. Uh, You know, he was all flamboyant, loud, and proud. Uh, You know, just uh, so different from the character that he turned into as he uh, turned into the you know, the movie uh, The Crow uh, turned into the character that resembled that movie and comic book uh, character uh, with the, the dark trench coat the dark hair and the white face paint and the you know the black lines around the eyes and the mouth and everything and you know went from so much color to so much darkness and Mainly the the part that I that I felt the connection to in Sting's story was feeling like I just had to remove myself from the fray and watch from the sidelines. You know, as people uh, and I and I'm talking about this in the extent or to the extent of you know I I had to go. Get healing on my on my own, not on my own, but I had to go get healing kind of on the sidelines, and we need that from time to time. But meanwhile, I was raising and beginning. Excuse me, I was beginning and uh, raising a family, dealing with the most important thing. Uh, first things first, right? But I felt like I was sitting on the sidelines, or as Sting was, up in the rafters, just watching the people around me get taken out. And, you know, I felt like a, you know, God put in me something to offer. Definitely, you know, was able to be a part of some people's life that that needed you know, a, a listening ear, a helping hand, a you know, a friend. Sometimes that's all we need is just a friend, somebody that's not going to judge us. But as my friend T- Tim McNamara at New Formation says, somebody who we trust will have our back. And I see, I took it in a direction where I didn't give people time to have my back. I just kind of pulled myself away. And I've actually got something in mind and to talk about that with um, uh, another episode. But what got me here was choosing to believe that God had a better life for me and had something bigger for me than to sit up in the rafters and to sit up there and watch the world go by and watch some people live a great life Watch some people struggle 
and maybe get taken out a lot quicker than they ever should have been. If only they had somebody encouraging them along the way. And this podcast may be small potatoes compared to what somebody may really need, but you might, if you're listening to this, you might just need to know it's going to be all right. It's going to be okay. Tomorrow's going to come. Your God is bigger than any problem you got. It don't matter how the story started. The end can always be different than what our enemy tries to get us to believe. So I just want to end with that right there. I want to tell you again, thank you for tuning in, for downloading the Wrestling With God podcast. It's been such a privilege and such a blessing for me to be able to get to this point and read you this personal reading about what got me here. If you're getting anything out of the podcast or if you'd like to connect with me on social media, I failed (laughs) to um, extend that uh, invitation in past episodes, but I want to do it right here. You can find me on Twitter at Alan Welchel, A-L-A-N-W-E-L-C-H-E-L. Or you can get me on Instagram at Wrestling With God. R-A-S-S-L-I-N-W-I-T-H-G-O-D. No apostrophe. Uh, not unlike the, uh, uh, the uh, podcast title, but Wrestling uh, With God on Instagram. And on Facebook, Alan Welchel. You can find me there. Um, or you can email. Golly, I about forgot about my email. Wrestlingwithgod at gmail.com. So several ways to get a hold of me. If this has been a blessing to you, if uh, if you're getting anything out of it, I'd love to hear from you. And uh, just want to tell you again how much I appreciate you listening. And uh, hope you have a great week. God bless you. <laughs>